0: Well,
1: well, well, oh, well, well. Ooh, that makes it sound like a party. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again. To this fine radio show, podcast, and video extravaganza known worldwide as the Hi, world Mom. famous smoking and toasting, it is show number two hundred and thirty-nine. My name is Cruz. My uh, co-host is Ian Barry, and I have to say I'm so glad to be back because um, I was out for the show last week, and Ian did the show with a guest host, and they nailed it. I, I was I was <laughs> Joel watching, Swift, y'all. I was watching Joel and Ian on YouTube, and I thought. I got to get back in there and save my job. Well, I, I was going to talk
0: about this off air, but what I'm starting to think now is you might be holding me back. That's that's what
1: uh, <laughs> that's what I think you've long <laughs> suspected. I, I really do. Um, no, I
0: got to tell you, uh, having to step into your role in this job, uh, it's it's tougher than you think. Like having to try and hit the what do you call it? Hitting the brakes hit at the post. Hit the beginning, post. Yeah. Hit the post. Well, that's you don't, what it was, you don't have to
1: hit the post. That's I, just I an, know, But you set a bar. Old, that's an old habit. That I picked up from, like, being a radio DJ, which, by the way, I saw recently a, uh, a listing of the most and least desirable jobs. And you, did you know radio DJ on this list of, like, 300 different occupations? Way towards the bottom and only one step above rodeo clown i'm not kidding you i am not kidding you. so it's not like it's a it's not like it's a grand profession i am not bragging i'm just saying i wasn't qualified to do much of anything else since but but those old habits die hard there was you know? a
0: time though when that would have been way on the top of the list I, I that think would there have been like a, yeah.
1: 70s and 80s sure. i think back back in the day the, everybody loved the dj you know uh, but then yeah the big corporations came in and took over and the dj's couldn't pick the records anymore and and you know, it was you know it just became less and less of a thing. I think you uh, you you know. And these days, uh, people don't know we you know we host a number of online radio stations here in the same company that owns uh, Smoking and Toasting. And we have a young lady who's 16 years old who was just training to be an on air personality on one of these stations. She's 16. She she had no idea what on air DJs sounded like. <laughs> It wasn't part of her experience no one at all because she doesn't t- she doesn't listen to the radio. She listens to you know uh, streaming stuff and what have you. Anyway, she's coming along great. She's doing a wonderful job. Hi, Lauren. Uh, but it, that's just that's just part of the reality of the world that we live in. The DJ is a, a, a quickly disappearing, going the way of the dodo. Uh,
0: was it know. what was that weird station? Was it Jack Radio or something like that? Yeah. That
1: had the completely no personality yeah, the, DJs. No DJs. Sure, there's a lot that of was that. Was really weird. Yeah, it's a lot of that. And you know, if you grow up just listening to your spotify or 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 something like that you may wonder why why would you want somebody interrupting you in between the the songs you see no?
0: when i grew up you listen to the radio and you got to know the djs through the radio and you totally wanted to be like where they were it was always yeah. the party oh, yeah, yeah sure that sure. right
2: you remember and- that I remember when there was no CD, no streaming, and we would sit there with our boombox and the cassette thing, and oh, our yeah. favorite Waiting DJ would favorite come song. on, and yeah. then we would hit it and yeah. we record it, and then we'd like make copies for our friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
1: my first cassette tapes school, yeah. were all taped off of the radio. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I used to have a little microphone with my cassette recorder, and I'd put it up to the speaker of the, uh, of the. But you know, I won't tell you the details about the other part, which was then I would practice, like, talking over the intro myself. Like uh, That was know. amazing, yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome. We should introduce our guest. Uh LaShawn Arsenault is with us. LaShawn, welcome. Thank you. LaShawn is a chef, bartender, and chemist. This is
2: true. And you're involved in uh, a whole new, like, uh, uh, thing right now, aren't you? Yeah, so you know, it's something I've been <laughs> thinking about, something I've done at home, and then COVID really kind of brought it to the forefront, right? People weren't going to bar they weren't able to go out and get drinks, things like that. And at home, we'd always done, you know, a steep thing. We called it cocktail tea, right? And then mm-hmm. somebody said, I should call it a cocktail sachet. It sounds fancier. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? But all we did was took all the ingredients for a cocktail, you know, either freeze-dried it or dehydrated it so it would be fresh and it would last longer. And then we just infused things. So like our old-fashioned, you know, this little sachet, is has got bitter orange in it. It's got cherries. It's got sugar. It's got all the components that you get from an old-fashioned.
1: So Somebody like me, who is cocktailishly challenged, uh, could use something like this and make, you know, really good... You know, expensive and and complex-tasting cocktails. Yeah, your friends will
2: think that you're amazing. So all we do is, for (laughs) us at home, we've got a a mason jar that's a gallon jar with a pump on it. So we kind of fill it with uh, (laughs) bourbon, and then we throw some of these tea bags in there. And then after work, you just put ice in your glass and get a couple pumps out of that mason jar and and get a smoke, and you're ready to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this brings I mean, I've done that with, like, sun tea but oh this is so happening yes now. this, is, this, so is, this happen. is going to be a thing well the welcome we want to hear all about your stuff as the program unravels here uh i was going to say continues but unravels seems so much more accurate doesn't it um the, we, that
0: means it's raveled in the first we want to place. hear
1: uh, all about what you've got going on and we've got a lot of things to talk about we'll be doing some beer tasting on the show as well which is you know our our custom here That's at smoking and toasting uh, yes Firestone Walker stumbled across this. Actually, my wife I found love this. I Firestone and, Walker. My uh, wife found this and brought it home. Ian, you may remember... Uh, Couple of summers ago, I spent a month in Los Angeles, and you came out to visit me when I was out there, and we did a show. Remember down from yeah, the Beverly from the Hills, cigar lounge? Beverly yeah. Hills uh, yeah, yeah. cigar lounge? Yeah, uh, was a lot of fun. One of the things I discovered while yeah. I was out there—of Firestone Walker's everywhere because they're from Paso Robles, California. But what I discovered was the sort of like go-to beer that every bar had, either on tap or in the bottles, was the Eight Hundred Five. Oh man, I buy it. And, and all the time right, now, and you can get it here now, and it's, great. it's it's wonderful. It's a great lager. It just it's very refreshing, perfect summer beer. Well, uh, Firestone Walker has now. My wife brought this home. Uh, released the 805 Cerveza, and it's the 805 uh-huh. with uh, yeah, it's the 805 with lime. So Weird. I don't this know will what be interesting. Yeah, I don't either. Now, now I'm not a big fan of like I'm confused. I don't usually put fruit in beer. Well, I'm not a big fan of let's say Bud Light with lime, and by usually I mean never. But then again, I'm not a big fan of Bud Light, so yeah, true. Uh, so so maybe so it's going to be interesting because I have huge respect for. Did Fire you ever Storm have marker. that Bud Light canned clamato? No, no, but that uh, that look. Horrible to well, me. not only did it look horrible, but it sound, uh, sounded a little too much like some sort of sexual disease. So <laughs> I, I thought, I just want to stay as far away from that as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing about that that seemed inviting to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, So in addition to the 805 Cerveza from Firestone Walker, we'll be trying a, a, a double IPA called Dabbling in Fun. It's from Moore Brewing Company from Huntley, Illinois. And then we've had a number of this last brewery's beers on the show. They've always been very good, very complex a lot of them have been ipas but in this case from anchorage brewing company uh their imperial stout called "Sent by liars oh uh, so this will be a very interesting I don't thing know. To Doesn't
0: try. Uh, they make the narwhal stout yes, right? yeah yeah and, yeah, and they, they really do good. they do
1: make some stouts and right. some sours and some um You know, uh, different farmhouse ale type Uh, beers as well, but they're really probably best known for their IPAs. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Firestone Walker. They were best known for their IPAs until 805 came out and kind of became the runaway California the runaway hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we have all of that coming up. Plus, we'll be tasting some cocktails. These are old fashions, right? Oh, I can't (laughs) wait. They just look so good. And uh, so we'll we'll find out more about all of that as we go. Plus, uh, drinking news. Now, I didn't get a chance to finish the show. Did you? guys do drinking news last week? Oh, yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. I, 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 I'm about halfway through uh, watching and, and listening to last week's show, so I haven't gotten to it yet. We were about halfway
0: through a sobriety by about that well, point in time of the yeah, show. <laughs> I know, because you
1: were tasting all those aged beers, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it was very interesting. But I did, I did think that you might have done drinking news because... I saw the ukulele, the ukulele uh, was uh, sitting with, yeah effect, yes. right yeah so all right so I'm excited about that uh in the meantime we have Drinking News once again today and our Drinking News teaser headline is we interrupt for a very special report I'm going to give Thanks. us a little musical all right so that's gonna that's gonna be good um uh, cigars International is launching a Buffalo Trace cigar. We'll uh-huh. tell you all about that, and uh, even uh, even maybe if we get a chance to uh, get to this, the twenty two best gifts to get beer lovers.
0: That's a whole company that makes um, infused whiskey infused cigars. Ted's mm-hmm. Ted's makes. Mm-hmm. Whiskey-infused cigars. I don't know where their cigars are sourced from. Uh, I've had, like, the Maker's Mark one
1: before, Yes, okay. It's okay. I don't think this one is infused. I think it's just designed to pair with a little buffalo trace. But But we'll examine that a little closer later on. And a new report has come out about the uh, craft breweries in Houston. And I want to share a little bit, since we're based in Houston, I want to share a little bit of that. It's kind of... Uh, something we're a little proud of i yeah, think yeah, here yeah. Uh, so so that plus a lot of other stuff going on and of course our uh, special guest LaShawn, is going to tell us all about what she has going on and exactly how she manages to to do this because i'm i'm fascinated by the whole concept so looking forward to all of that ian how was your uh, how was your week do you have a chance to smoke something uh, my interesting week was
0: good actually i did i went by uh, casa today the folks over at casa by the way was chatting with uh, jason over there and we got to talking uh, and I'm going to have a couple lists
1: coming out of now, Casa. I heard you mention that on last week's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, They're so,
0: working on them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I asked them about them today when I was there, and they're working on some lists of best budget cigars and a few awesome. other things that I think they got in the works. Oh, so I I'm pretty excited good. about that.
1: So I think what we should do is we should go over there and, and uh, you know like stand in the humidor and have them reveal the list, like we'll do a little uh, video thing. Oh, that would be fun. And then we can insert it in the show. Either that or we'll have them come in. But if we go over there, we can smoke. So that'll be Uh, I like that. See? Method to my madness. That sounds like,
0: you know what? You know what would be fun is if we meet up some point in time that isn't the show. We could pre-record that list. That's what I'm thinking, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, enjoy a, little, and enjoy, uh, enjoy a little smoke and uh, and hang out, and then uh, and then we'll insert it into the show. That does that not I... sound like the worst idea we've no, had. No, I, I have a good one occasionally. So
0: uh, while I was over there, I picked up a, a couple cigars, uh, and one of them I picked up was the Southern Draw Manzanita.
1: Uh, I like Southern Draw a lot. I have not had the Manzanita.
0: Manzanita. means little apple.
1: Little apple. Little okay. apple.
0: And apparently the... Uh, the leaf that they use as the wrapper on this has a very reddish uh, color, especially uh, when it's new, and it looks a lot like the leaf from the manzanita tree. Hmm. So that's uh, that's where it gets its name. When I sort of hear
1: that. the word manzanita, my brain always already adds and Puerto Vallarta. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think I've got it that. takes you places. I think I've got that wrong. But <laughs> in any case, the manzanita.
0: So this was the robusto that I tried, five and a half by fifty-four size. The appearance on this leathery, veiny, oily reddish brown wrapper firm overall with some softer spots nice looking cigar got two labels on it the southern draw label and then a the second label that says manzanita on it the pre-light sniff on this was leathery very leathery earthy uh it reminded me it had that uh kind of uh, uh, leaves on the ground, kind of autumn day, kind of smell oh, yeah, to yeah, it. So I, like I just that. wrote down autumn day, but that's that means a lot, you know. Like in in my brain, that smell was really really nice. Uh, it had a sweetness to the uh, pre light sniff, cedar, fermented hay, a little bit of barnyard going on in there. It had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the pre light draw on this, um, I used a clip, effortless draw, sweet creamy coffee came through, leather, wood, hint of mocha, and and then uh, uh, hints of all the other things that I mentioned right off the nose the initial light on this tangy pepper not a blast of black pepper like you get from a nicaraguan mm-hmm. uh, uh, tobacco but kind of a tangy pepper almost like a green pepper towards the back of the palate kind of interesting uh, fresh cut lumber sweet spices uh fermented hay leather and an underlying kind of nuttiness to it uh and that's right off the initial light Mm-hmm. That's that's like the first blast that's, that's of a, flavor. It's a
1: pretty good combo of flavors. This
0: cigar, I, I put a, uh, I put a note on here. It takes no time to settle in. Like it was a quarter inch in, and it was a full like full to its yeah. to its flavor with the with the initial light kind of burned off. Um, Leather and earth wrapped in sweet nuttiness, dried cedar, much cedar was coming through here. Retro Hail was tangy, that same tangy pepper, cedar, and a hint of chocolate. Uh, solid Ash, perfect burn through the first third of this. It was a great cigar. Uh, the second third of this, cedar, uh, leather, chocolate, kind of dominate this medium-strength cigar. Retro Hail, cedar, and pepper with a woody note. Solid Ash, uneven burn. Oh,
1: that surprises me second,
0: a little third of this cigar had kind of an uneven burn thing which i didn't tend until the last third of this cigar i tended it right before i started the last third of this because it was getting a little bit of a run you'll see it in the picture uh going on but um uh once i once i tended it the last third of this burned just fine.
1: I don't mind really having to tend a cigar as long as I don't have to tend it the whole time. Yeah, if you, know you have I mean? to just keep
0: your eye on it, like be paranoid about it, and keep your eye on it, that kind of, that's, that's kind of less fun. But this one wasn't so bad. No, it it, it was wonky in the, in the middle third of this, and then the last third of this, once I tended it, it was fine. Uh, a little bit of tea leaf kind of sneaked in among the rampant cedar and bitter chocolate notes. Underlying leather and sweetness remains. This cigar ticked a lot of boxes off for me um i really really like the blend of flavors in here i like the sweetness with the cedar i like the creamy kind of overall flavors the the dark chocolate kind of bitter chocolate notes Mm -hmm. that were underlined through here the retrohale was particularly pleasant on this cigar it probably made it to almost a full medium strength Mm -hmm. uh, by the end of this cigar but it wasn't super strong or uh it didn't have too much pepper to be distracting or anything right. like that. It really had an overall nice balance to it. Love it. Uh this, however, is thirteen dollars and fifty five cents for a Robusto.
1: Okay, for a Robusto. That's an expensive
0: yeah. cigar. Yes it That's is. It's super premium at that point. If it were larger maybe not, but yeah. Uh, yeah. For a Churchill Robusto? at that price is a but a Robusto at that price is is pretty pricey. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of that. Yeah. Um But uh, I will tell you that I was expecting a lot from, you know, almost $14. Well, by the time you pay tax, Mm -hmm. uh, local tax and everything on top of that, I mean, that's a pretty expensive cigar. So you're topping $14. Uh, I enjoyed this cigar so much I gave it a 5. Okay. I would have given it a 6 if there were no burn issues at all. Right. Uh, Easily would have given it a 6. But at $14 for a cigar, I don't want any burn issues. Uh, Now... I suspect I probably just got a random one. I've had tons of Southern Draw cigars. I'm a big fan. I've never had a Uh, burn problem at all. Yeah, Robert Holt uh, makes great cigars. And and the truth is, uh, I would give this a six easy if I had no burn issues. So based on flavor, go try this cigar. Yeah,
1: LaShawn, the way our rating system works is uh, we use the 1 to 10 scale, but we call it price to quality. So a five means you get exactly what you paid for. Like you didn't overpay... Uh, and and if anything rates above a five, it means it really you know punched above its weight class, so mm-hmm. to speak, okay. and uh, and min- means that you wouldn't have been disappointed if you you know paid a couple of dollars more, and it and it did performed exactly like it did. So so to get a five with a burn problem. Uh, with a little bit of a burn problem It's still it's a, a good very, cigar. very okay. good rating It's, it's a good and, cigar And I've never been disappointed by Southern Draw Their uh, their whole line, I think, is is just absolutely oh, fantastic Oh, uh, there's
0: Cedrus I don't think it's out anymore But there's Cedrus <laughs> oh, yeah, is one that that was, that Every time I saw it, I would yeah, buy it It's so good It's absolutely great
1: All right, I smoked something interesting, too I'm going to tell you about that coming up in the next segment And, you know, ordinarily, Ian We start out by tasting one of the beers but I just, I keep touching this glass and it's cold And I want to go here while <laughs> there's some pretty. cold So we'll open up our next segment with, uh, with a little uh, old-fashioned tasting uh, And mm-hmm. we'll do that coming up next You've got smoking and toasting, Episode number 239 And by the way, we are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com Great shirts for cigar lovers on the web Ian's wearing one today And uh, we'll be right back MyCigarShirts.com Because cigars Smoking and toasting. This is the program all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. We are uh, joined today on show number 239 by uh, chef, bartender, and chemist, LaShawn Arsenault. And we met, LaShawn, I think I met you for the first time at the Whiskey Sniff. Yep. Yeah. And, and I remember you had uh, wonderful goodies with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that I'd done some. Uh, bourbon ice cream yes. with a salted uh, bourbon caramel. So and then there was good. also a, a, a rum bread pudding. Yeah. 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 Just just keep talking because I'm all, loving it. All the boozy uh, treats. You,
1: <laughs> there's nothing you said that I don't find amazing. You know, so. I, I love treats and I
2: love booze and so it's a good way to like, a good way I don't to, have to choose. I can have both to, at the same time. To put all your loves together. <laughs> no, it's a, it's I have been thing. known.
0: Yeah, like on the, I don't, I don't do a lot of ice cream, but I have been known to be sitting there with ice cream and going, you know what this needs? Bourbon. <laughs> and pour some bourbon on the ice cream, and that's good. It is good. It's a,
1: it's one of it's kind of like Reese's peanut butter cup. It's the two great tastes that taste great together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, uh, so I'm excited. We're gonna try this. Uh, we're gonna try this old fashioned that you whipped up, and I'll I'll have you uh, explain to us exactly how you did that in a moment. The first I want to tell you about this uh, cigar that I smoked. I I went to the humidor, uh, and and was looking around for something that I hadn't talked about on the show yet, and. Um, pulled out something called a Don Puro. Uh, master blender Julio Castillo did this cigar. It's a Maduro Toro, and it was given to me by one of the guests that we had here on the show. And I hadn't smoked it; it was sitting there in the humidor. And I thought, okay, you know what? I'll give this a try. It should be a little different from you know maybe what I what I usually do. So. It was a very nice looking cigar. Not much information on this on the web. You know, usually while I'm smoking it and making my notes, I'll go on the web and look and see. Okay, what kind of tobacco Rapper, is this? Yeah, right, filler, exactly. Yeah. Couldn't find any of that information. Um, I am assuming that it's primarily Dominican uh, because it was kind of a mild to medium cigar. Mm-hmm. But again, I could be wrong. Uh, in it's a uh, Maduro. Toro size had that scrag uh, scraggly capped foot, mm-hmm. which I love. I have no idea why, but I, <laughs> I, I because it's cool I, and different. It's just cool and different, yeah. And a lot uh, of the Kristoffs come like that, with yep, the shaggy. Foot. Yes, yes, and I, and I like that. Um, you may see in the photos there is a crack in the outer wrapper close to the head of the cigar. It was actually that way when I got it, so it wasn't like it cracked when i you know mm-hmm. lit it up or something so what i do is I, I i just smoked it very carefully sometimes you can do that and you keep it from like mm-hmm. disintegrating on you i very very carefully used my punch just like as slow and gently as i could yeah, so i yeah. wouldn't crack anything more uh, loose and stuff uh, and then took a little extra care when i was smoking it to uh, try to keep it from unraveling
0: cracks are tough to gauge too cuz sometimes yeah. you get a crack and you can smoke it pretty fine if you do like what you're talking about smoking very mm-hmm. gently but sometimes you get one that has a leak yeah. And then it's like having a leaky straw when you're trying to take a sip oh, of soda. Yeah, it's terrible. It, just, it, just, it doesn't help at all. Yeah. yeah you
1: it's... can't get the smoke through. And sometimes it goes full gurkha on you and just explodes. <laughs> so it's a, it's something you have to be, you know, cognizant of. And and I, I knew going in that could happen. But fortunately, actually, for this one, uh, it really didn't. There wasn't too much complexity on the pre light, just that. Kind of cured Maduro tobacco smell And a little bit of earth Um, So uh, like I said I carefully used the Punch and lit it up to see where The Don Piro would take me Uh, First stop toast Uh, I got a distinctive Flavor burst of toasted Bread from the first several puffs, and then it was underscored by what reminded me of toasted marshmallows. Oh, nice. And it actually worked really well yeah. together, but I'm so used to, you know, I smoke so many Nicaraguan cigars that I'm used to that first blast being big and pepper, yeah, and yeah. it wasn't like that at all. It was much more subtle, very toasty, and very nice. Uh, toast actually remained... The prominent flavor throughout the first third, and I'll tell you, really, all the way to the end. It, this was a this was a toasty cigar. There was a note of leather, a little bit of nuttiness as well, and it picked up as it kind of started heading towards the second third. It picked up this creaminess, which worked really well with the toast, and that stayed pretty much throughout the whole cigar uh, as well. Burn was a little bit uneven, uh, but it smoked well, so I didn't tend it. Um, The second third stayed toasty, added some baking spice, and you know, like, when your mom made those rolls that she can Get you get them at the grocery store and and just stick them and an just oven. stick them in the oven and heat them up like at Thanksgiving They're already, like, stuff. Already like pan shaped, right? So you know how they'll have like a little coating of flour on top of yeah. them. Okay, that taste. Was uh, evident in the cigar nice. that sort of flowery. <laughs> I was going to say flower, but that flower is not necessarily a great but taste. But it's a taste. When it's on taste, top of that yeah. bread, it's a yeah. great taste, yeah. and that's that's what I uh, got a little bit of. I stayed careful with the head of the head of the cigar so far. It held together all the way through to the halfway point, and it really did up until the very end when the when the burn line sort of reached where the crack was, and then but but I was I was really happy, actually, that it stayed together the way it did.
0: Well, it says something to the construction of a cigar when when it's abused and it still smokes well.
1: And again, the burn was a little crooked. It kind of straightened itself out as it went without being retouched. And the ash held on like crazy. In fact, it held on so well that I became... You know, tempted to just keep going and finally had a very Ian-esque uh, uh, incident where it <laughs> fell on my shirt and the keyboard and I had to, had to do a little cleanup. But that was my fault. I mean, I had kept it on way longer than I probably should have. Um, the strength ramped up a little bit by the final third, but for the most part, this was a mild to medium-bodied smoke, a little bit of licorice and some minerality in the last third, too, but that creaminess that I mentioned stayed until the very end. For me, the Don Pierre was a pleasant surprise. Part of the surprise is I couldn't find out any information right, about it, right. but so <laughs> I didn't know, know what, what to is. expect. But it, it smoked really, really well. Uh, I I wish I could have found more info. And since it was a gift, I'm not even sure There's how much no it price cost. Point, right. Well, yeah. that,
0: that kind of makes mm-hmm. it a pure uh, a pure, pure smoking review, right? experience. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so.
1: So for price to quality, I'm gonna give it a five at ten bucks. Okay. So if we're just were, gonna guess right. it at ten if bucks. It, if it what if it is was a ten dollars cigar. Uh, I would totally give it a five. I appreciated the fact that for a milder cigar, it had plenty of toasty and creamy uh, flavors. It's not like some of the mild ones where you just get that kind of mild tobacco taste, and that's really the only thing uh, that you get out of it. So, if you can find the Don Puro, it's a great buy at ten dollars or less, and I recommend it. So,
0: so uh, uh, I on, wish comments, I had more. on comments on uh, comments. Uh, uh, where did uh, oh <laughs> apparently where's the pictures was one of the comments i just realized when i saw that comment that i forgot to send my cigar pictures in. oh so, so,
1: so we didn't we have had mine pictures. though didn't we Adam? okay so <laughs> you right. got pictures <clears throat> i didn't get pictures. I be, well uh all right well, well that sounds
0: like that's funny because i am um I, I can show I you know my where you shirt
1: where the ash is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that,
0: uh, I don't know where you got that. That cigar looks completely unfamiliar to me, so I don't know. Well, i have never no seen it before. It
1: Again, it was one of our guests who uh, yeah. gave it to me, and I think I think was doing, it was one of our spirit guests, and I think his company was looking at maybe doing something with them nice, or something nice. like that. So uh, I'll have to go back and show I still have that uh,
0: Garrison Brothers cigar that... Uh, Yes. That, I, that
1: I need to sit down That's and in the tube? enjoy Yeah, I yeah, want to talk yeah. about that I'm, one I've got that one as well But anyway, I really enjoyed it So, speaking of things that I enjoy Old fashions are very high on that list And we've Let's got a, a group of them here Someone This old fashioned is taunting Pass one over to Adam there And uh, and so, now, tell us exactly uh, Obviously, we know what goes into an old fashioned right. or, or at least I, th- I think we do But you made this using some of your Bags so, and extracts. So just extracts. To, just to run down, right. like
0: a, a regular old fashioned is um, your bourbon, right? Bitters. And then it's um, uh, uh, orange bitters. Is yep. that
2: correct? So bitters, and then simple syrup, mm-hmm. and usually you have uh, what a cherry. Cherry. Yeah. yeah. So what we've got is a freeze dried cherry, and that's important because what we've done is it's freeze dried during the season. So, oh, okay. it's, so it's, it's, it's maintaining its freshness, and because it's freeze-dried, it'll last forever, right? You can take these into, like, an Armageddon shelter with you mm, nice. and live on them forever. When the zombie apocalypse yeah. comes. And because we wanted to kind of get around the TABC rules about bitters, because they're alcoholic, we've uh, sourced a bitter orange from Sevilla, Spain. So what it does is it mimics that flavor that you get from orange bitters, but it's not alcoholic, right? So right. even someone that doesn't drink could have this with, like, seed lip, or some other non-alcoholic spirit and Plus still it enjoy.
1: Plus allows you to make it available with to, without having to exactly. worry about Exactly. Yeah. And
2: then for the sugar, we've done a raw Turbinado sugar. So, oh. so it's kind of if you were going to make that super rich simple syrup because I, I really don't like it with white sugar because it's stripped of really all the flavor the right, caramel, right. the Turbinado has a
0: very distinct flavor. Yeah. And, yeah. And, so, oh.
2: and so that's all in this bag. And it's really easy. I mean, you've got this, so, this jar. Can I, can I open this? Yeah. Alright, so tell me Let's say I'm at home and I've got this bag. I've You're got at home, this and we've got this bag. And it and says right here on the top of it, yeah, to pour your favorite spirit into this jar and to let it sit. The longer you leave me, the richer the flavor. So that's okay. it. So that's so, all I've so, done.
1: So I would take this jar with yep. the bag in it, yep. right? And I would pour the bourbon or rum or whatever I would pour directly into so the jar. Yep, it's an
0: old-fashioned fashioned it. tea bag, basically. I love yep. it.
1: What, what a, what
2: you a know tremendous what? Imagine idea. Imagine you're going on a ski trip, you're going camping, you're going someplace, nice. you don't want to take all these bottles with you, right? You can be in the deer blind with this in your bourbon and just have your old-fashioned ready to go all the time. Think about that. You're you're out tubing and you're tubing down the
1: river with an old-fashioned right. that you made
2: <laughs> just before you got into the inner tube. Yeah. I love this idea. Right? Yeah. It's, and, it's, oh, and it's just no. fun. And we've got other flavors, but you know, old-fashioned is my thing, right? And then we also sell like a little pack of these cherries that are extra. And so in mine, I always put the little cherry bomb, I call it. So I put uh, a couple of extra cherries it. because it's just good. It says, it just, well, it says good. serve
0: over ice is an old-fashioned with lemonade for an old-fashioned
2: lemonade. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And if you took that old-fashioned lemonade because of the, now that's the chemistry part, right, because of the alcohol to water ratio, you could freeze it. You could make popsicles that you could have out at the pool. You could put it in, like, a little slushy pack. (laughs) I love this idea. (laughs) So
1: tell me about this. What interests me the most, I think, about this is this is every bit as Mm full-flavored as if we had someone— who stood here and mixed together all of the ingredients. And that that to me is
2: amazing. Are are the bags, is it one use? So I have found that I we put four ounces because, you know, through our testing we found that that's the best flavor. But mm-hmm. I typically go ahead and refill mine um, one more time so that way because it's so much flavor in there. And you can tell when you look at it. So if you look at this one, you can see what I'm looking oh, for yeah. is the cherry, right? Once you, it's it's all used up, the cherry is going to turn white because what it's done, it's actually leaching all the color and flavor out of the cherry. Of the cherry and okay. so once that turns white, that's the point where I just go ahead and stop using it. So, what's the normal amount of time once you pour the bourbon in and put the cap back on? What would you recommend? This was poured in right before I got here. No kidding. So this wow. is this is less than an hour old. That, even sun tea takes longer than yeah. that. Yeah. No, All right. <laughs> because <laughs> everything is is freeze dried or dehydrated, it's almost like a sponge, right? As it soon sucks as the in the liquid hits and it? it and it and it spits it back so, out.
1: Do you sell these in a shop? Are they available online? How do people get them?
2: They can buy them online, and we are actually opening up a cocktail market in that's the in the I Garden Oaks of yes. Yes. Heights area. And what that's going to be is a place where you can come. I love cigars. I love bourbon. I love drinks. Um, and so it's all the things I always wanted to have. Right? Why don't we hang out more often? We should because you
1: love all yeah. the stuff that I love.
2: You know. And, and interestingly enough, we actually just got a bunch of cigars from a company that. The owners are local that I'm good friends with, and I have a rye barrel that we then made a barrel-aged gin in, and we're oh. going to throw all those cigars in that barrel, and then we're going to barrel-age it just for oh. fun to see what it tastes How like. fun. Oh, I <laughs> love that. Because it sounds fun, right? I mean, and I figure— Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, I'll <laughs> smoke them all. Uh, exactly. All 300, exactly. but— <laughs> But yeah, and so it's just uh, it's just designed that if, if you're having a party or you're just not a great mixologist or you don't even want to buy all those things, right? How mm-hmm. much of this do I need? How much of that do right. I need? It, what kind of bitter? There's like so many bitters. There's right. chocolate. There's Aztec. Oh, there's, there's orange. There's you know all these different brands. What do I need? Just takes the guesswork this out is, of it. It's this just is easy peasy. for a
0: guy like me because my idea of a cocktail a lot of times is I'll pour whiskey into a glass and then people are like, "That's not a cocktail." And then I put a piece of ice in it. <laughs>
1: Still, not a cocktail, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks for bursting my bubble. <laughs> honestly, this I mean, this is absolutely delicious. The fact that you could make it. That easily as
2: some as somebody who would you know buy the uh, the little jar. So the bags come in the jar, right? So they come in the jar. You can buy that, and then we've got like a little refill pack, right? You only need one jar, or some people already have mason jars at their house, right? I, I'm the queen of mason jars. So I've got every size, wide mouth, you know, narrow, octagon shape, twisty mm-hmm. shape, because I just think they're great. Well,
0: mason jars are, are pretty inexpensive <laughs> things overall. Like you buy exactly. a case of them for mm-hmm. like.
2: 12 13 yeah,
0: dollars, something
2: like that, and uh, and tell us the web address. Three lumps of sugar, all spelt out. So, T H R E E L U M P S of sugar. Because someone asked com. me one day, "How do you take your tea?" And I said, "With three lumps of sugar." And uh-huh. then I thought to myself, "That's clever." I'm going to buy the domain name, and someday I'm going to use it. <laughs> and I did.
1: <laughs> and and now you use it for this. It's well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, three lumps of sugar com, and then. Tell me a little more about this place you're talking about opening a Yeah, night? so I'm
2: actually moving in with a distillery. Um, so oh. it's the perfect place because what it allows me to do then is make boozy treats legally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of boozy treats, uh-huh. I've got these. Uh, oh. 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 Okay, save,
1: oh. save those. We want to get to those. We're going to get to these to those, later, yes, but yes. I've got these
2: boozy gummies, which is one boozy. of the things that.
1: Gummies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Which
2: is one of the things I'm known for, right? That's how we met. I was making mm-hmm. boozy treats. So I make a lot of boozy treats for brands. And so it just seems like a perfect marriage. Um, and then what I've done is bought um, a whole tote of bourbon. It's oh. <laughs> so not even in the, in the bottle yet. I just yeah. bought the whole tote. And that's what I'm using to go through and, and create these great things, especially now with cocktails to go, right? right? Being legal in Texas. So you'll be able to come in even if you decide you don't want to do this yourself. Buy it as a cocktail to go. It's already so this, ready.
0: So this cocktail is customizable to whatever bourbon you want to put in it as well. Exactly.
1: So. Right. If you want to use, uh, you know, just your everyday stuff or if you want to try or rye or try, rye. try what it would be like with something, you know, a little fancier, that uh, it all works. I and love it.
2: I love it with the rye because you kind of get that pepperiness with it, and it offsets the it's sweetness spicy, of the turbinado yeah. sugar. And so it's that mm. kind of balance. Um, and then we've got some that are more ginger-forward um, because I love the taste of ginger, and so that gives up a little more amped-up flavor to it. This
1: is delicious. I Thank mean, it you. really is. It's, it's as good and old-fashioned as I've ever had. This is really good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay, I'm uh, I'm trying. What the other thing I love about this is that you could get this. You could have people over, right? And you go, "Yeah, I'm going to go into the kitchen and make old fashions." Okay. And then you disappear into the kitchen, you, you <laughs> whip these and then you don't let anybody know that no. you've been using the <laughs> uh, throw the packaging yeah, away. Throw the packaging away. Come back out with the drinks and would be like, "These are great. How did you learn to make this?" And that's when you're like, "Uh, uh-uh, bartender
2: secret." <laughs> Right, I won't tell. I I love it. So I have
1: to tell you. So the freeze
0: dr- freeze dried uh, cherry on here, it totally works. It totally works. It's it's an odd thing to look at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me let me go ahead and say this, and I'm trying not to mean this in any negative connotation, but it's an ugly cherry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I could see this like when you're sitting around and someone's like, "What's up with the cherry?" You, that's a conversation starter, oh, right there. Sure, yeah. Because once you know why it looks like that, it's an interesting cherry and Mm -hmm. not just an ugly cherry. So it's kind of fun. Uh, But the flavors are so on point on this, and it's fun to have that in there as well.
1: And I'm guessing that after several of these...
2: That cherry may start looking pretty. Do you eat the cherry when you're done? I was just going to say the cherry's delicious. Uh,
0: Oh, I bet because it's freeze dried, so it it just—it's like a little sponge. So when you bite it, it's going to have
2: this big burst of flavor, almost like those little gushers, right? And it's going to be like "Mm." this is so working
1: for me. I love it. I love it. Well, this is tremendous. I'm going to keep nursing this, and we're going to take a break. We'll be back um, uh, with a uh, look at some beer and a couple of. uh, There's so much interesting stuff going on right now. I want to bring you up to speed. Plus, we've got a new cigar. watch for one of my favorites is coming back and i want to tell you about that uh so it's smoking and toasting thank you for joining us and we will return Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Smokin' and Toastin'. This is the program that's all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. We are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com. Great shirts for cigar lovers on the web, and new designs available now at MyCigarShirts.com, because... Cigars. Cigars, yes. Ian, open that bad boy up. I think you actually started opening it earlier, so we got the little... Had already happened, right? Oh, uh, you're giving it away. I was trying yeah. to pass it off as if I didn't make <laughs> that mistake. That's all right. So I was just
0: going to get into the beer, uh, and and that's a wonderful idea. Although so, beer with lime in it just it's so you're I I'm not excited you, about that.
1: You have some apprehension about this, don't I'm you?
0: I'm just I'm just not excited about it. I, you know, <clears throat> beer with lime. Like I like lime on fajitas. Yeah. You know, but I also don't mind drinking pecan porter with fajitas either you know so well,
1: right so that would i don't, I don't have
0: to have a, a a mexican style beer well this is it,
1: there's definitely some lime on the nose when you uh when you take a little whiff of this you can you can get that but see you you were saying you like this uh your california girl you yeah, used to drink san jose
2: so i'm used to drinking uh-huh, what uh-huh. they consider cerveza with lime right
1: uh-huh. yeah oh, it's,
2: it's the thing
0: that does not smell good to me.
2: Really? No. Now, see, I like it uh, on, on
1: the nose. I it, haven't tasted it yet. That like,
0: smells like, like macro brew um, whatever. I'm waiting to see what you say when you're tasting it here, because you're making an a um, undefinable face.
1: Well, yeah, it is interesting. It, is, it does taste more like a macro brew than I might expect from Firestone Walker. But if you give it a moment... It has a little more complexity than like a Bud Light lime.
0: I'll agree. It definitely has more malt backbone to Mm -hmm, it. mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I don't like the lime. That's just a thing you don't don't go for. Yeah, you know, and I love 805. I I love the
1: maltiness of it. And and that to me is what really works with this. If I want a beer with lime, this is probably the best one that I've had because the maltiness that you mentioned really kind of balances out the lime and keeps it from. I don't know if you remember this, but when we did the uh light beer blind taste test, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Your favorite actually wound up being I think it was the Bud Light Line.
0: Yeah, well, so you use the term
1: favorite. Well, I, I get it. <laughs> I okay. understand.
0: But this you, is this is like the craptastic festival we're talking about mm-hmm, here though. Mm-hmm. So like This was the least of all things. And this, the beer, the Bud Light Lime at least had flavor. And we didn't even think it was lime. We thought it was lemon. Yes. Like it didn't taste like lime. It tasted like lemon pledge, basically. But at least it had flavor over a lot of other beers. Well,
1: and that's the reason I voted it like way towards the bottom because to me it tasted like furniture polish.
0: Well, furniture polish is a flavor, and a lot of those beers didn't actually have any of that.
1: But what I'm saying is that this 805. Does not taste like furniture polish. No, this tastes like beer with. It with tastes lime. like beer with lime. Yeah, but, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's. A, I, I'm not. I'm not. I do not like lime and beer. I mm-hmm. just don't. I like lime and margaritas.
1: I do like lime and margaritas. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's,
0: of course, a large part is made of lime, but yeah. Well, um, but
1: but to me, even when I'm making margarita with uh, making a margarita with like a mix. And by the way, if you're making margarita with a mix, there is none better than Nina's Natural that's the one that i use but even if i'm making it with with a mix you know taking a shortcut i still get a lime and squeeze half a lime in there because there's nothing quite like that actual Lime flavor in a margarita.
2: I I saw you shaking your head no at Quick me, so story. I love that
1: that you you're you're
2: no you're a purist and you should be with margaritas. For me, a margarita is simply tequila, agave nectar, and lime. That's mm-hmm. it. Nothing yeah. else. No uh, I'll, mix. I'll no little, nothing else. I'll
1: put a little contra in there. A little uh, a little and orange.
2: Salt. Oh, I like yeah. a floater. Yeah, yeah.
1: And this beer would be a great Grime with salt, or something. Like it, that. Would oh, be good. it would be good. Now with you're, salt.
0: Just, you're making it worse for me. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's terrible. Like who needs to put more salt in mm-hmm, beer? Mm-hmm. If you've got a salt and lime, your beer, your beer is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, at <laughs> least, like, least you, you have messed up somewhere along the way.
1: At, at least you don't feel very strongly about it. Can, can
0: I an... tell you uh, like super quick story? Because uh, this is funny to me. I was uh, me and my wife were up at um, Poison Girl, which mm-hmm. is a uh, very bourbon centric bar, and they have. Uh, they have great beers and stuff like that uh, On tap and in stock and everything else And we're just enjoying going through the menu a little bit there And uh, while we're sitting there Towards the end of the bar This uh, lady walks up And she's asking the bartender And she goes, hey, do you have uh, dos quiza? And I don't have that And she asked for a few other uh, Mexican lagers And, and she, you can see she's getting a little frustrated And like, why don't you don't have, have these corona, beers? Don't have Corona, don't have dos She's got ta- a little bit yet. of an attitude And she's like, well, what do you have? And he goes, "We got Lone Star." She goes, "Okay, give me two of those." So he walks off. And he's picking up on her vibe too. <laughs> but he's so professional. He's like, "Okay, I got this." And he goes and gets these um uh Lone Stars in a bottle and brings them over to her and puts her down puts them down. And he turns around to walk off. And she's like <clears throat> and she's tapping the top of the bottle. Salt. And he looks at her and he's totally confused. He's like, "Uh what can i do for you and she's like can i get salt and lime on these as if he's supposed to know that right? you're
1: supposed to know that she wants salt on, and a lime on a star. lone star yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny so, so you witness this whole uh, I'm, sorry,
0: I'm so glad i'm not a bartender because i would have just like i was sitting next to him and i'm trying not to laugh <laughs> and he's so professional he's like okay and he takes him and she turns around and starts talking and i look over and he's putting salt and lime he's dressing these Love <laughs> starts and he brings them back. And the only thing he said, the only concession to it he said was, Good luck with that. <laughs> it I, I was love hilarious. It. Salt and L- light.
1: Anyway. I love it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with our next uh, segment. i got to tell you about the uh, uh, the new cigar that is uh, that's coming that I just found out about. And I want to tell you about uh, a little bit about my trip. I was in New Mexico, and I visited a brewery whose beers we have had on this program before. So I'm going to tell you about uh, Santa Fe. T- yes, yeah, oh, Santa nice. Fe Brewing Company. I stopped. It was fun. Uh, We'll be right back. My friends, it is smoking and toasting. This is the program all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. It's show number two hundred and thirty nine, and our guest is chef, bartender, and chemist LaShawn Arseneau. Uh, our program is brought to you by mycigarshirts.com. It's a great site for cigar lovers, or if you've got a cigar lover in your group of friends or family, and mm-hmm. you want to buy something cool for them for a gift. The shirts start under twenty dollars, and they're they're very affordable and they're very cool. Ian's wearing one now. It says you can't hurry up and. Smoke a cigar. You can buy that shirt. And it sounds like might say in a lot of different colors. It sounds it sounds very familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> I like that. Uh, but thanks for supporting uh, mycigarshirts.com dot because they support us and we appreciate it. Um, so I want to tell you, Ian, about one of my favorite limited cigars is returning oh um there's a pair of new releases from casada cigars uh that are going to be appearing at the uh, pca trade show in vegas next month uh one is a uh casada 1974 that will uh, be a celebration of a new size for that cigar Mm -hmm. and the other they're bringing back the oktoberfest Nice. I have always loved that, had that 16? cigar. Now some years have been better than others. Sixteen was fantastic. Sixteen was the best, and I think it. I want to say, was it the seventeen that I was not as crazy about? That was the one the, is that the one they changed the label yeah, on? It, to the they white changed label? to just the white label, right. and it wasn't as good. But man, when you can go back and find those blue labeled, uh, blue label ones from sixteen, they you know we sound like wine a, snobs, right? I, I, I get it, <laughs> I get it, but you know, it, it just was a fact that that next year's. Um, that one year's uh, Oktoberfest just didn't appeal to me the same way. But in general, the whole line I mean, I love them. Casada makes great cigars anyway. So I am so excited that they are bringing back they the They made October that Fest.
0: super fat perfecto too that I yes. absolutely loved. Absolutely. I can't I, remember what they called it, they had a name for it. But. Uh...
1: It's so good. I got my first Oktoberfest cigar at McCoy's downtown. Yeah, I remember that. When we did a show down there, you remember that? Huh? Uh, it was one of the very early like shows. We, we split. We split one on little barrels. Hey, of we them, did. Yeah. It was great fun. Yeah, it was great fun. So anyway, <clears throat> very excited about it. it. Was released originally back in 2011 as a seasonal release designed to be paired with marzen style uh, beers oh, and did uh, it. for Oktoberfest. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the cigars coming back. It's got a new blend. It's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper paired with Dominican binder and fillers and Manuel Casada of Quesada Cigars says the change blend is a result of customer feedback. This new one will be medium bodied. So, very excited. Nice, I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Three sizes, Dust Boot, which is a Torpedo, uh, Uber, which is 6x65, six and the Bavarian, which is 55 by 52 All will ship in boxes of 10. So nice. very excited! I will be looking for that, and I will definitely be purchasing lots. Yeah, and that's going to be coming up pretty quick. Yeah, if you want to go and have these on on with me, I would. Oh, yeah, do. I'm already be in. M- me up. More than happy to do that. So that's exciting. Um, we are uh, thrilled to have uh, Lashawn Arsenault with us today. Lashawn is a chef, bartender, and chemist. And are are you like really a chemist, or are you like an amateur chemist, or a I am? Professional so there's there's
2: chemist? actually a food chemist, right? There's a person that looks at what makes food taste the way that it tastes, what pairs well together, and that is what I do. That is so interesting. How did you get started doing that? She's sciencing
0: this shit. Uh, I know.
2: (laughs) know, (laughs) I think growing up, you know, growing up, I always cooked with my grandmother and my mom, and I was always interested in food, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like most people, I was a bartender in in college. And then one day I was like, you know what? I I really look at cocktails like I look at food, right? Mm -hmm. I always think to myself, orange goes good with what, you know, what goes good with something else, food related and I find that it transfers over to cocktails because cocktails just liquid food
0: Do you have some favorite, now you you pair cigars with cocktails a lot, do Do you have some favorite pairings that like are absolute go-tos
2: you know, chocolate, right? So dark mm-hmm. chocolates are, are really, really good with cigars. Cherry is another one. Orange, because it kind of lightens things up. And you know what I really like? Um, one of the things that I always do is I always add salt water to all my cocktails. And I know it sounds weird. Really? And it's it's a chemistry thing. You know, when you hear the phrase, it makes your mouth water, it has to deal with salt. Because right? salt makes your mouth water, and yeah. it carries the flavor all over your mouth, across all your taste buds. So a lot of times, I'll have something that's got a little bit of salinity into it. But then once you smoke that Cigar, it actually takes that flavor. You'll notice the difference immediately. Try it; it'll okay. take the flavor of that cigar in your whole mouth, and and it's amazing. All of a sudden, you taste things that you never tasted before. Well,
0: and that's that salt brings out flavor. Right. Is that the well, reason why? Because chemically, it's right. changing your taste buds to a degree. It's, not,
2: it's just, it's just. It's waking them, all them up, and then it's making them more receptive, and then it's carrying it over. You know, when you right, eat something, right. if you just taste with the front of your mouth, you taste something different than just then like you do back the, in the, in the pallet, back yeah. of your palate, right? But when you have salt, what it does is it makes your mouth water, and then that liquid carries all over your mouth at mm. the same time.
1: That's a very science Come on, mouth uh, water. Play. Yeah. About <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of the rodeo. But one of the things that I did discover at the rodeo, and I've done this ever since, is the perfect way to make corn on the cob. And what you do is you get a big pot of water and you put a ton. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and describe it as a shit ton of, shit ton salt, of salt into mm-hmm. it, right? Yep. And you can bring it to a boil if you want, but you put the corn in it and you let the corn soak in that salty water for
2: as long as you like You can stand it, really. You can pour it in a cooler. That's what we do. We call it cooler corn. A cooler corn. I like it. So you put it in the cooler because it's insulated. It keeps it hot right and then the, it's sitting in that salt brine right that's it's what we brine steaming. things yeah. that's oh, yeah. what we brine chicken and other things like that because the salt helps it out so, so then when you take that corn.
1: corn out and roast it oh it is salty Throw it and on the delicious grill. oh it's and wonderful and then put
2: some salted butter on it don't use regular butter right. use like you use salted, salted even, butter. even if you use yep. like european butter or like Kerrygold something that's really yeah. salty I, I, that's I do so, so good.
0: i don't i don't go through all that a lot of times when i'm grilling because i grill often like i go through alarming amounts of charcoal at my house um <laughs> But one of the things that I do with corn is I'll, I'll uh, shuck it and get all the uh, uh, silk off of it, and then I wrap it in um, tin foil. But in the tinfoil, I have garlic, uh, like minced uh, garlic, yeah, and yes, butter, yes. and mm-hmm. some herbs, and yep. salt, and everything. And then, as I'm lighting the fire, I stick it down in there, yep. and it starts from that point. And it'll just sit there until everything else is done. Then I pull that off, and it just comes
2: out amazing. It's so good. So, it yeah, caramelizes yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's so good. And well, I've you got guys... you beat. I, I grill all the time. I have a 55-gallon drum full of charcoal oh. out in the backyard. See, <laughs> I do that.
0: And especially when, when Home Depot has it on sale, I'll go buy, you know, 800 of pounds of it. So uh, I will, <laughs> you I will tell you,
1: <laughs> I've had, living in the building where I live, you, you can't have a charcoal grill on your um, – uh, you know on your patio mm-hmm. or, or on your balcony but the building has some really nice gas mm-hmm. grills down at the pool you can go to so i I've, I've completely handed the grilling chores over to my wife because i will only cook if danger is involved so <laughs> i like uh, i like open flame you know and and I, and, and like my wife is great with the uh, the the grills uh-huh. with, the, with the gas grills, but to me, I'm like uh, you might y'all might as well be inside. Like like this is this <laughs> well is, this grilling is always grill. better than not yeah. grilling, and but that doesn't matter she, if it's. But she manages to do it great. But I will tell you, I love grilling over charcoal, yeah, and, charcoal I, go and buy, I go and buy I go and buy those bags of charcoal wood. Yeah, so it's yeah. not briquettes. I love the charcoal wood. and it like, Oh, it just I blend it mine. smells so good. That's big. how geeky oh, I am. Oh, you blend.
0: I love this. No, I love this. So, so. so Kingsford Charcoal. Yeah. And there's a couple. B&B makes good charcoal. There's a couple brands that make really good charcoal. Right? Cheap charcoal sucks. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple brands that make really good charcoal. It burns hot and burns long. Um, and so I'll, I'll buy those, and then I'll mix in some of the wood... Uh, chunks and stuff, and stuff like that, to to add flavor to it. So mm-hmm. I just kind of blend it
2: together mm-hmm. to get that. And I'll it's funny. I have something for y'all that y'all are going to see. It's Applewood smoke salt, and it's in Ooh. your giddy bag. Oh. And so I do that same thing, but I use a smoking box, and I take the Applewood chips and, and smoke them in the box, and it's cold smoke, so there's no actual heat to it. There's no you, charcoal. Right.
1: You really are a scientist. Yeah, and it yeah. takes about 24 hours. I love yeah, so it.
2: So I absolutely
1: love, love it. it. By the way, I wanted to tell you, uh, Ian, while I was out last week, and uh, you and uh, Josh were doing the show. Uh, Joel. Uh, Joel, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Josh. Anyway, uh, when you guys were doing the show, I was... Uh, in New Mexico, and uh, we went up there for my wife to see uh, one of her good friends that she hasn't seen in a mm-hmm. while, and uh, she lives in the Santa Fe area. So we flew into Albuquerque. Uh, I'm looking around, seeing if I can see the Breaking Bad house. You know that that's my whole uh, that was my whole connection to Albuquerque. It was like oh, this is where Breaking Bad was. Um, so, but uh, didn't see that. But we're we're tooling up the highway towards Santa Fe, and I see a sign that says the next exit is the Santa Fe Brewing Company. And I'm like, oh, we've had their beers. I was like, honey, how, how do you feel about a beer break? And she's like, let's do it. So we <laughs> so we went in. And I totally should have done a segment there, but I, I'd been flying and driving, and I just didn't. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Did, I was kind of like a little road weary. But we stopped and uh, had some of their beer fresh from the tap. Uh, my wife got a lager, which was very good. And I had something called F-Hazy or Phazy. <laughs> Uh, which was a hazy IPA that I had not seen. It may, it may be available here. I'll look for it. But wow, it was it was just absolutely terrific. And as you know, there's really no time that beer is better than when it's out of the tap oh, at the brewery. Yeah, fresh from it's the tap. It's just so fresh and so delicious. And anyway, it was a, and there, it was a wonderful experience. Loved the place. The only thing that bummed me out is I wanted to like eat and they. Their kitchen didn't open until a little later. Well, we talked a little bit
0: about it last week because last week's show was all about uh, aged beers. Right. So we had one that was 2008. By the way,
1: that's a lot of age (laughs) for a beer. And
0: actually, it was really good. It was the Sisyphus. It was a barley wine, so it aged well. Some beers can age well, but fresh beer is amazing. Do
1: not, yeah, do not ever try to age your IPA, friends. It does not, not unless
0: it's a double or bigger. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and even then, it's generally better when it's fresh. But uh, anyway, hats off to. Uh, to the uh, Santa Fe uh, Brewing Company. Great Beers cool place. I got I bought a pint glass and brought it home and stuck it in the freezer. I'm I'm very I'm 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 a fan. <laughs>
0: speaking of
1: uh, speaking of IPAs, we have a uh, double here that is double dry hopped from Moore Brewing Company. They are from Huntley, Illinois. Uh, it's called, ooh, that was nice. Dabbling mm-hmm. in Fun Double IPA and Ian's going to pour a little of that for us just uh, just here shortly and we'll, we'll try this bad boy out. I uh you know, I, I, I get a lot of different IPAs, and uh, usually, if I'm bringing one on the show like this, I will have tried one before. But I have not tried this, so this is uh, this, this will be a surprise for me. But I like what it's all about. The whole I, I have a tendency to really like double dry hopped uh, IPAs. They have a tendency to uh, just be really rich in flavor.
0: This basically just looks like orange juice. By the way, I was going to
1: say the color amazing. Kind right? of smells <laughs> like orange juice. It really, it really does. It looks like. Uh, Looks like some of that orange juice that they've taken the pulp out of. It smells
0: a lot like orange juice, yes. Which I can't imagine why anyone would ever do, but. uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: That's good. Oh,
2: that is good. Almost like a summer shandy or something. What uh, what kind of.
1: Hops? Are they using in it's, this one? Either? Uh,
0: this is brighter than I was expecting from a double IPA. Sometimes it can be a little
1: usually uh, more actually on the when they put it, flavors. Usually when they put it in a can, kind of wrapped in black, you're expecting that deep dankness, and that's not what this is at all. This is actually uh, lighter and refreshing. Sabro
0: Chinook, and Vic Secret hops. Mm. Mm. Um, it's, interesting. It's really interesting because the hop flavor is very juicy and um, it's a very friendly hop flavor. So.
1: A lot of times when you get an orange juicy or grapefruit juicy IPA, they've used citra. But apparently they did not use citra in this, so it's interesting they arrived at this much of a citrus flavor without using citra hops.
0: Well, not only that, but it's got this citrus bite at the back of the palate, and then it's followed up by a little sweetness that follows. It's almost like the hops uh, aftertaste follows the... the, uh, I'm sorry. The the malt the aftertaste yeah. follows the hop aftertaste. And what that does
1: is it keeps it from having that uh, pinecone bitter thing. Yeah, there's your no, there's none the of hand. that. This is yeah. re- this is really nice. This yeah. is well made. Very very good. Our uh, our friends at uh, Huntley, Illinois's uh, Moore Brewing Company. So
0: I I don't know if uh, if. Uh, people are just making better and more balanced IPAs, or maybe we're picking the right ones, or maybe you've just beat me down with IPAs enough <laughs> to where I'm starting to I'm enjoy trying, them. I'm trying, my
1: friend. I'm trying. Uh, so, but I no.
0: have been enjoying actually the last bunch of IPAs that we've had on here. Well, what that is... Elvis juice was unbelievable. Oh yeah,
1: I've uh, you know it's another one of those instances of smoking and toast and directly influencing sales because I went immediately uh, to Specs and bought a six pack of that of that after we had it on the show. It was just fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fantastic fantastic well uh, i agree with you i think this is is wonderfully balanced has a great sort of vibe and 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 feel to the the mouthfeel uh it's it's not a super thick uh mouthfeel it's uh, it's more you could almost drink this as a summer by the pool beer except it is a double so try real fashion after it oh after that okay I it's almost like that. a boiler maker right
0: <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit, but the old fashioned becomes this beautiful cinnamon sweet. Ooh, cinnamon! Uh, Big uh, time, delicious cinnamon. thing.
1: And I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's not it's, to it's,
0: it, it tastes like I know it's called old fashioned, but it tastes like one of those old old fashioned treats that just like that's like basically just sugar the with candy some that flavors in it. Yeah, hard candies, yeah, you know, yeah, that mm-hmm. your grandma had. Yeah, that's really really interesting. <laughs>
1: totally, totally. Well, uh, this is a nice combo, and you know what? that's interesting to me because as much as i love ipas they strike me as the beer style that's almost least likely to pair with something else whether it's a cigar or you know a, a spirit or or a cocktail sometimes ipas just kind of stand on their own and say drink me and only me for right now you know
0: you know uh you say that however ipas and rye whiskey.
1: Yes, you're right about that. There's like, something about the spice of the rye. Those and, two things. And because this old fashioned has a little bit of spiciness to yeah. it, that might be why these pair up so well. Yeah.
0: It's good it's stuff. That kind of dark cinnamony kind of spicy. Really yeah, yeah, it's really good.
1: Mm-hmm. LaShawn, yeah, nice this is interesting to me. I don't know.
0: Uh, this is a wickless
1: candle. It's okay. Uh, well, I was glad you said that earlier because if you left the room, I was going to get a spoon and try the, the yeah. pudding. Because it looked, it looked like a delicious pudding. But, uh, oh, I love the way that smells. So me, let me preface this real quick.
0: Uh, I like, My nose is a little sensitive to cheap sense mm-hmm. like i can't walk if if there's a bath and body works in the mall i have to be on the other side of the aisle i so can't even like if i get close to it my eyes will water and i'll be tasting it and all that so
1: you're saying if i put on dracard noir and oh, come in don't. to do the show <laughs> oh, that, man, that, that i would drive you out of the high room is terrible oh, it's stuff. Stuff. It the worst it the stuff. only thing worse jovan musk for men do about, i don't know that one. oh my god too It's too young to know it's it's like the <laughs> It's like the like when I was in school. It was the the cologne that you wore in junior high school. We uh, gave it to my dad every year uh, for Father's Day gosh, when I was a that's kid. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, well, but, anyway, uh, it so, makes Dracar seem really but there are, sophisticated. There some,
0: and there's a lot of candles, like even in the uh, in, even in the grocery store. If I go through the candle aisle or sometimes the cleaning aisle, yeah, some of those scents, like uh, they just they and they make my eyes all itchy and watery, and it's terrible. Um, so I'm very very particular when it comes to candles and things like that. That smells very good Mm -hmm. like that is right in
2: my nose and no problems so, it's a wickless candle. What does that mean? So, it's got a warming plate that it goes on, and what it will okay. do, or you could even, if you've been cooking or baking, put it on your stove. It's going right. to liquefy, throw off its scent, and then harden back. So, no soot, no open flame, no right? Burn, no right? No burn. Yeah. No burn. And I started doing these a long time ago when I had a little one, because the, the soot that candles produce mm-hmm. actually irritated her. Um, and, and this was a, a, an homage to my dad. So, I started smoking cigars, because my dad always smoked cigars, and even when I didn't smoke, I love the smell of the humidor. Yeah, so when he would go, so I'd go, Oh, I wanna go with you and I even now if I go into a specs, even if I'm not buying anything, I'll go into the humidor and just stand there and close my eyes and just inhale. It's that smell of the, the teak wood and mahogany mm-hmm. and tobacco and, and caramel that, that, oh, oh, and all yes. those things it's together
1: wonderful. and that's what this smells like to me. You're right. The first thing I do when I walk into the humidor at uh, at uh, uh, the Casa de place. Monte Cristo or Stogies or at Allen's place yeah. uh, is taking that
2: uh, so that good. breath
1: it's so good yeah. I even I even do that actually when I open my humidors at home oh, yeah. I'll open the lid and just
2: oh yeah, yeah it's wonderful <laughs> it's wonderful
1: so this definitely gives that off and I love that so you could take this and just put it on your stove yep. if you if your if stove is yep. yeah and uh I love that well I've always thought You know, there are so many people who don't smoke cigars or pipes, but who actually do enjoy the room note, you know? Uh, And this would be perfect, actually, for someone like that as well. So, oh, well, that's, that's just wonderful. Are these available on your
2: website as well? They are, and they're available at, at, at our shop. Uh, very good. And, so, very yeah.
0: good. and you actually have actual tobacco in there. There
2: is, and so yes, one of the I things we've to been doing is to, the camera. To, to kind of try and get a little more tobacco scent in there, right, because everything's going to be all natural. Mm-hmm. So what we do is, um, at different cigar shops or lounges that I, I frequent, um, they'll save. Some, everyone's got that, that case of cigars they get in that's, you know, been broken in shipping, and then they, mm-hmm. the cigars go bad, or even from members of lounges, right? Right. People buy the right. cigars. They don't know how to really keep them. And mm-hmm. then their moisture is off and they go, what do I do with these? And so I've got a little bucket, different places where they can just throw in their bad cigars that are you know, unsmoked. Right. right. Um, but just a crack, like you were saying earlier, you had one that was cracked. Some of them are just really damaged and they just throw them in there. And I just pick them up periodically and actually steep that <laughs> in the wax. And I it's an all natural soy wax. And I just throw that in there and I just walk away from it. and. Yeah, what got you started doing that? You just loving the humidor smell so much? I, I've always done candles because I, I like the smells that I like. And I'm the mm-hmm. same as you. I don't like that super frou-free stuff. I don't want like, that, to that smell like I don't want to smell like freesia. Oh, cheap uh, scents <laughs> uh, uh, are terrible. So uh,
1: I got a gift one time uh, from my stepmom, and she sent this. It was a very expensive blueberry candle, right? And Ooh. it was one of those things that. You could smell it before you opened the package. Oh yeah! Totally and right. then I opened up the package, and I know, I know. Obviously, she meant. Well, I'm sure she, you know, ordered it online and, and sent it, uh, sent it to my house. And it was one of those things where the minute I opened it up, I was like, I, I can't be around. Oh, that yeah, stock. yeah. It was just, uh, and so I remember, uh, they she w- they were coming for a visit, like in a month or two, and I thought, okay, I can't just throw this away. We'll bring it out for the visit. Right, I'll bring it out for the visit. So I took it into the downstairs of my house at the time. I put it in a box. I put that box in another box, and I put the box underneath several other boxes. And I swear you could still smell it when you walked into that downstairs area. It was just I I, I couldn't believe how pungent and strong that <laughs> Some that of them smell can was like that. but it yeah. wasn't pleasant this though is so mellow and uh, just calming yeah that's what i awesome. wanted that
2: that that feeling of being in the humidor that great smell that almost makes you want to close your eyes and just go
1: LaShawn has mm. perfected cigar aromatherapy it's awesome it's awesome. You gotta, you gotta trademark that cigar aromatherapy. Uh, <laughs> that makes you think. You, you remember that commercial
0: <laughs> where the, the, the CEOs and the, the people are all sitting around the board table and trying to come up with great ways to do, uh, to market yeah. their. Um, Uh, rental cars, and they're like, aromatherapy candles. (laughs) And they're showing the people in the back seat who are all relaxed and sleeping, and the passenger seat relaxed and sleeping, and then the driver's seat relaxed and sleeping, and they're going (laughs) (laughs) off-road.
1: That's pretty funny. Uh, It's good stuff. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, it's the segment I probably have missed the most from being gone. That's right, my friends. Drinking News returns... And we will be right back with it on smoking and Toastin'. Plus, we got more, uh, got more beer to taste too. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Smoking and Toasting at show number 239. We are all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. And today we're about some really lovely tasting and smelling uh, designs and items from uh, t- three? three lumps of, lumps sugar. of sugar. Dot com. And spell so, it all out, right? Yep. This cherry
0: has been dissolving, by the Uh, way. It's just wonderful. There's, like, pieces of it missing because it's dissolved completely in. But I'm about to eat the cherry. We're going to see what happens.
1: Let's let's do that. That'll be a perfect prelude to drinking news. It's boozy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah? It's a boozy little sponge. Yeah. little uh, little flavor explosion there.
0: Yeah? Oh, Wow. That's awesome.
1: I could eat a bowl of those. <laughs> generally speaking, anything you soak in an old fashioned is probably going to wind up tasting pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's it's kind but of. But that
0: thing. has a different consistency.
1: You know how cherries generally pop.
0: This has right. this has kind of a spongy thing going on. But man, when you bite into it, it is boozy flavor. It releases
1: yeah. the uh, the uh, things the sponge has been holding. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which in this case is old fashioned. So that's not a bad thing. All right, my friends, the time has come. For Drinking News.
0: Drinking News, Drinking News. Now it's time for Drinking News. A Florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet. When I asked about his absent arm, he said,
1: uh... I had to take my gator to the vet. <laughs> drinking News, Drinking News. I love the half-hearted now laugh. That was so drinking good. News. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. <laughs> it was it was a real laugh that was perfect but it wasn't a guffaw we need to that's that's it one of those that we of. need to have is like that's that's one of those we need to have in one of our promo moments yeah yeah for <laughs> sure for sure well today's drinking news segment takes us away for a moment from the tales of the florida man and from stupid criminals from everywhere and focuses instead on how different cultures may look at things just a bit differently than we do here in the united states You probably already know that most countries in Europe, for example, are not nearly as hung up on nudity as we are here in the States. And it's not unusual to see maybe a topless woman in a commercial or a show on broadcast television when you're in Europe. Radio in most European countries, topless news somewhere for a while. Oh yeah, but that was you had you had to pay an extra subscription to get that. I think. (laughs) Uh, Radio in most European countries plays the unedited version of songs. I'll never forget visiting Iceland and driving down the road and just hearing the unedited songs on the radio and thinking this is awesome. (laughs) Like uh, this is just like instead of you know because some of the edits are ridiculous. Uh, and I some, was, of, the, some I was, of the rap songs, I can't even tell what they're about. I was about. listening so many to many Rock edits. 101.
0: Yeah? K-L-O-L here in Houston. I was listening to it when they debuted um, that uh, uh, Rage Against the
1: Machine song. Oh, well, uh, yes. You're talking about... Uh, um, uh, uh, I won't do what you, yeah, F you me. Yeah, I won't yeah. do what you told me. Yeah. And, dude,
0: they missed the mark on that so hard. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they did it on purpose. I don't know. But it yeah, was well, that's, hilarious That's to killing to in the name of. Yeah, Killing in the Name of, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or Killing in the Name, I think, is actually okay. just the, the title. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's got a uh, that's got a repeated chant of oh, and it just kept going, and you could hear them trying to like, uh oh, yeah, right, right, (laughs) trying trying to use the uh, cough button. Yeah, yeah, it it didn't work. Well, uh, in in any case, uh, society seems to have been able in Europe to keep from crumbling and fading away, despite the fact that they've got you know a little looser uh, attitude towards nudity and other things. But a recent radio report on Radio Four in Denmark illustrates this. A 26-year-old radio reporter named Louise Fletcher was assigned to do a report on a swingers club near Copenhagen. The segment focused on the reopening of a club called Swingland after the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions. And Fisher decided to dive deep into the story to get the full scoop (laughs) by having sex with a man she interviewed during the segment. Fisher can reportedly be heard moaning during the report. And there are fully audible sounds of bodies slapping together. At one point, Fisher asked the man she's having sex with if he can tell her what she's seeing. And he replies, a delicious woman. Uh, Fisher said that she doesn't have a boyfriend, which definitely made that easier. Uh, She also told the Daily Mail that her mother just thinks it's funny and laughs and that her father thought it was really cool. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so now, so now you know you're in Europe, right? Because yeah. because here the father would have been like... Mortified. Yeah, and headed for the garage where he keeps his uh, his shotgun. Um, a tweet from Radio 4 actually linked to the segment and included the text, Warning, it got hot and wet for both our reporter and the guests. Radio 4's head of news said the station actually approved of the move. I feel like I just think it's cool when the reporters try to make stories in a different way, she said. I'll give you guys a moment to go and try and find the audio for yourselves. And that is your Drinking News. Drinking News,
0: Drinking News. You can find the audio that was time for Drinking News. I'm a little speechless after that. Uh, drinking yeah, News, see? Drinking News. That was time for Drinking News.
1: Cheers, y'all. But seriously, can you imagine if that had happened here? There would be so many apologies and and uh, retractions and firings and and they're they just like, yeah, we thought it was cool. She really dove deep on the story, so to speak. But um, yeah. But but that's just you know that's just the difference. So so I thought today's drinking news could illustrate that. That's, that's rather beautifully, rather beautifully. Uh, all right, Ian. Uh, speaking of diving deep, I'm in the mood for some imperial stout. What do you say? I'm down. You this should show off this scent. bottle before you uh, before you start to take the uh, the wax off of it. There,
0: art by Massive Face. So apparently, there's an artist called Massive Face. This is mm-hmm. a uh, this is a um, looks like a space Odyssey. uniform he's wearing, maybe mm-hmm. or something. I don't know exactly what's going on there. It's cool, cool art. Let's get it
1: oh my goodness! I just bit the
0: cherry. Yeah, that's wow.
1: something isn't it. Wow. That is wonderful. I'm just gonna enjoy this while you pour the beer. I'll do that. Hold on. <laughs> oh. The wax, wax. can the make wax. it difficult. Yes. There we go. I give you the hard jobs. So <laughs> the wax. Why does wax kick my butt all the time? <laughs> Remember we had that one a few shows ago where you couldn't get okay, the wax. So the off wax of at all. on there was like so thick it was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm apparently oh. just
0: wax defeat defeats me I don't know
1: I, I think what I want to do is oh just, I love that already Get a, pretty. look yeah. how
0: dark and amazing that is oh yeah
1: so this is an Imperial Stout from our uh, friends at Anchorage Brewing. And these guys, I mean, these are very creative brewers at Anchorage. Uh, they do a ton of IPAs, limited releases, um, things that... They're the ones that always have the most interesting artwork on their cans. It looks like... Uh, oh, that uh, smells so uh, good. It smells ar- like coffee. Artwork on their cans looks like tattoos so often. Yeah, this, uh, this would make but, an amazing tattoo. This
0: is a fermented and aged in Missouri ooh. oak. Uh, finished on hazelnuts, Madagascar vanilla beans, oh, raw and coconut, kidding. all of and that, milk on the nose. sugar. Oh. I'm so proud of you, by the way. Yeah. Uh, after you take a sip, I'll tell you what this comes
1: in at, percentage wise, because I think you'll be amazed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to tell you, it doesn't strike me as overly boozy. I'm not saying it's not it's boozy. boozy it's boozy, but I'm not going. Holy cow. It's fifteen percent. Oh, Ian, that's like that right is in your a wheelhouse. Big beer, that's yes. a big I beer. I love that. And let me tell you, it's delicious. It's got a uh, hazelnut coffee a, flavor. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, you
0: get the uh, almost the uh, uh, the the shell of the hazelnut.
1: Mm, yes. Kind mm. of astringency in there, uh-huh. and it, and it's just fantastic. There's a there's an almost like powdered sugar vibe underneath all of it. Which makes you think of, of like a really awesome milkshake.
0: This, um, you would have to smoke like a Siri R
1: mm-hmm.
0: to even keep up with this beer. Like, yeah. this would bury almost and any maybe cigar a, you're smoking. Maybe
1: a, an AJ New World or something. Yeah, just super, it just has to be big. like yeah. a something diesel. really
0: robust. A diesel. Mm. Yeah, diesel. Mm. Ah.
1: It's like hazelnut vanilla. But I would vanilla. love to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, it is. This is.
0: And it's it's got a a cool kind of bitterness to the yes. to the end. It's it's almost like a bitter
1: chocolate uh, that kind of lingers on. Yeah, the Yeah,
0: but there's a little brightness to the to the end of the flavor that, and you can tell it's a hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell that it's that hoppy bitterness in there, and it's interesting because I don't usually taste that in a stout. So right. it has kind of a floral touch to the finish it on does. this that i'm not it used does. to floral and, the, and kind of a pine cone kind of way but not in a bad way
1: and the retro hail from this is wonderful if you just do a little like a cigar retrohale with it
0: oh mm. man the hail is all chocolate there's a little cinnamon kind of flavor going on yes in there.
1: yes oh there's a there there's a whole lot going on in this and that makes sense um it leaves
0: that uh that that Malt flavor in your mouth, like uh, like if you've ever had a traditional malt, and you get that little that one like little ball of uh-huh. powdered malt. Oh that yes, didn't, yes. That didn't mix in, and it like goes poofy in, in your yes, mouth, yeah. and leaves that kind <laughs> that, of which I always love. Dry but sweet maltiness.
2: Oh
1: man, that is just. How delicious. do you feel about this?
2: I like it a lot. You know, it's so funny. I, I thought of Whoppers immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, malt totally, is huge. Yeah, totally, yep. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and
0: then it's almost got that a, milk sugars in there,
2: and then vanilla almost makes it seem like you know a vanilla malt, right? When yeah. you get something with malt powder, not a yeah. shake, but right. a malt. Not, yeah, a malt. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and and shakes are so much more common than malts now. Right. But when you can get a real An malt. actual malt, oh, it's something to it's something to celebrate. Yeah. And and so is this beer, by the way. This Sent is by
0: outstanding. It really Sent by is.
1: Lyres. Really is from by. Anchorage Brewing Company. I got to tell you, these people. Did you get this local? Uh, I did not. But I Darn think you it. may be. I think you may be able to because I've seen some Anchorage products here locally. Uh, yeah, so some of the stuff you can get local. I'm gonna have to look for this. It is. Uh, it is easy to confuse Anchorage and Alaskan. Alaskan makes some very good beers as well, <laughs> but, the, but Anchorage and Alaskan are different. I take it you're looking at the comments. Bruce,
0: Bruce Stark mentions he's gonna have to buy some more shirts from uh, MyCigarShirts.com. So smoking and toasting can afford another camera to put Mr. Twirly gig on. Uh, it.
1: You know, I, 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 so we have this really inexpensive. I'll just say it. We have this really cheap little uh, uh, device that you can put something. It twirls around, and we put when when we don't have a guest. 'Cause we only we have, have so an many extra cameras. Camera. And we have an right. extra camera. So we put a camera on Mr. Torley Gig and Mr. Torley Gig is it spins a lazy Susan? Yeah. yeah, it's okay. like a lazy Susan. And we and we put like the bottle of uh, of whiskey or beer or whatever on it. What has amazed me though
0: it's the popularity.
1: It's the popularity of Mr. Twirly Gig. He's like like people. That's what we call him is Mr. Twirly Gig, and people like ask for him in the show notes and comments. It's it's amazed me actually how popular. Well, Mr. and then Twirly Mr. Twirly Gig, Gig. Well, he passed. Right, and now we have son of we Twirly, have Twirly son Gig. Of Twirly yeah, Gig. yeah, we had to we had to replace him. Ian, <laughs> Ian took him home because he was uh, not working properly. And I think you said when you put him on your workbench, he exploded.
0: He he, uh, he did not survive surgery.
1: <laughs> so we had to get Son of Gig so, to come and uh, take son of place. Son of gig came in and uh, stepped well, into right, Twirligig's shoes. So here's my promise to you. On a show upcoming very soon, it'll be Ian and myself and our special guest. Mr. Mr. Twirligate Mr. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Look how sticky this beer is. It's just sticking to this cup. <laughs> like, you know it's what, got legs. What's interesting, though, is as sticky as it is, it doesn't come across... You know how some of these Imperial Stouts come across very like syrupy, like you want to pour them over pancakes? This is different. This is more like a... A malt or a shake. This is more like poured over ice cream. Yes, I was just exactly. going to say, I think
2: I could reduce this into syrup and swirl it into ice cream, and it would be oh. delicious. Oh, it'd be amazing.
1: Mm. Mm. Delicious. Mm.
0: I'm drinking more of this because yum. Yeah, because yay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> well, that's really spectacular. This is really this is going to go
0: on uh, one of my favorite stouts we've had. Mm-hmm. This is. Like
1: something actually special So and we, for real, really good sent by one. liars, find yeah. it This find is, it. Yeah, this it. is it's, outstanding it's, it's absolutely worth it Alright, we're going to take a break and we'll come back for our final segment And uh, um, I'm going to just Maybe pass my Cup over for a little more Oh, I
0: accidentally tipped this bottle mm-hmm. by accident yeah, Into your all cup
1: Alright, right, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back to wrap up the show It's smoking and toasting. <laughs> is toasting?
2: Last segment? Yeah. This is going I by. know, it was like, Why? that was fast I know. This is delicious. Lion.
0: Yes, so good. so good.
1: Welcome back. It is smoking and toasting. This is the radio program podcast and video extravaganza uh, that is all about uh, fine cigars, craft beers, and uh, great spirits. We are so glad to have you guys here with us for show number, what is this, two, 239? We're literally two thirty nine. I forgot to announce what
0: the show we were having last week. I realized that
1: afterwards. You were 238 last week, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't that announce it. That would make it. sense. Uh, day I day. just want to point out a couple
0: comments. Bruce Stark says, I like LaShawn. She keeps talking ice cream. And Wiki <laughs> Brian comes up with a uh, great cirrhosis. And diabetes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. Mm. diabetes, love it, love it. Um, I want to brag on our city a little bit here. We, you know, we try to, even though we live here and we, you know, drink here and buy cigars here and smoke here, uh, we try not to make the show too Houston-centric because we have listeners and and viewers from all over the which world, which
0: is difficult because Houston is awesome. Well,
1: it is awesome, and I and I want to brag on us a little bit here. Uh, an article just came out in the Community Impact newspaper. That the headline, and I just love this, Greater Houston's, Greater Houston Area's craft brewery count has grown 344% since 2013. Wow. Think about that. 344%. Now, Houston is already home to... Texas' oldest craft brewery, Saint Arnold, which is Saint Arnold. and they continue to make fantastic beers like all the time. Uh, but the, but now it's home since 2013. Fifty five new breweries have opened in the region, and another nine are in the okay. planning And, and there's standards. one that
0: there's one that we need to visit. Everything <coughs> I've tried from this brewery, yeah, has been amazing. Have you had any Klaus Brewing? As a matter of fact, everything as, from so, Klaus has okay. been
1: so good. So here's the deal. We're talking to Klaus about being on the show. They've invited us to come out. We've invited them to the studio. We haven't figured it all out so far. But we will be featuring Klaus brewing on the show. That makes me feel. Very, very. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I think I know you well enough to know that that's the way it would go. Uh, just a few craft beer, uh, breweries that opened recently or plan to open soon in the Greater Houston area. Paradigm Brewing Company broke ground in February uh, at Persimmon Street in Tomball. Uh, they plan to open in the fourth quarter of this year. They'll have space for a restaurant, packaging, and distribution. Foss Brewing, F-A-S-S, a new brewery and tap room, will open in the late summer inside the historic uh, Gentry Building on Main Street in Conroe uh senate avenue brewing company opened last year on dillard drive in jersey village that's and uh, senate
0: it, avenue on dillard drive it was okay. uh,
1: it was founded by former jersey village mayor andrew mitchum and features a variety of craft beer on tap Patio games, the big green space for children, a full kitchen. And Texas Leaguer Brewing opened its doors in Missouri City in September of 2017. Uh, It is baseball-themed and operated by Nathan and Elise Reese. Uh, They feature a new tap beer every Friday. I love this. I I love when I just love when they come up with new stuff like that, and and that that really is the future of craft. And that's
0: that's all new stuff. There's so many staples in town that are so good. Eighth Wonder, Uh, uh, Eureka Heights. Yes. um, uh, uh, What's the there's one right by Eighth Wonder that we've had on the show, and I'm blanking
1: Mm, on the the NASA guys. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, and yes. um, I'm totally blank. I've been there a couple times, and they're yes, so good. Yeah, and, and all their stuff is space-themed. It's great. Yeah, there's Ingenious yeah, there's, just on ingenious the north side. Ingenious is wonderful. They, oh, they have some of the best IPAs I've ever had. And you know what? Spindle taps Spindle Spindletap, Spindletap's they IPAs wonderful. are the bomb. They are, they are the bomb. wonderful with IPAs. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there's so much great stuff going on in this city. And, you know, people have a tendency... When they think Texas and anything artistic or, or crafty, they have a tendency to zero in on Austin. And I understand why I went to school in Austin. Like it's a it's a very cool and hip town. Austin doesn't you, have
0: as many uh I'll take breweries Houston. or restaurants as we have. I'll
1: take Houston right now. This this true place true anomaly. This true, true, true. anomaly. Thank, Thank you. you. We I had so them on it. the show. Their, you know, yeah, you've been there their before. Their beers are yeah. so. Oh good. no, it's great. Their beers are so good. I mean, they they really are super yeah, true. creative. Yeah. Thank and, you for that. And and it's wonderful. So uh, so anyway, if you are uh, you know looking as people There's begin to travel again, under the radar brewing, yes. which is right off Alameda, and I'll, I
0: hate to let that go because man, I love going there because it's never super busy, and yep. I sit up there like. There's always space, and, and I can have a cigar. There's back pew, yeah, back pew. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's Southern oh, Star and Conroe. Southern Star I mean, Stout. Oh man, They're buried hatchet stout is one of is the best legendary. in the world. it's, yeah, it's one of the best in the world.
1: And so, anyway, there's uh, there's so much great stuff going on in this town from a craft brewing uh, standpoint. So we're happy to salute it and uh, and celebrate uh, the growth. And um, Lashawn Arsenault. The chef, bartender, and chemist who has visited us today. Did you just? What did you just do? Did you are, you,
2: just pour are, a little are you trying of to get your cherry a... up in there? Yeah. yeah, so I just decided to add some of this great, great beer to the last of my old fashioned because I am okay. thinking that that hazelnut and chocolate and cinnamon will all play together. I am going to so, tell you.
1: I love the way she thinks. We got to hang out with you. Can, can we just follow you around and It's like hang a chocolate
2: covered. Hazelnut cherry Kind of thing oh. going on. Oh, It's nice. good
1: What's not to like mm-hmm. um, Seriously uh, Like we just want to Like hang out with you When you go drinking Okay Oh Okay
0: Yeah uh, Brian uh, Put holler Astral brass, Walking stick Great heights Yes Oh yeah. Greater so heights yeah, much, yeah, Oh man so so much. so stuff. many great breweries
1: mm-hmm. Out there Mm-hmm so many breweries, so little, so little time. I love platypus. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a seasonal IPA that I just tried. Oh my God, Buffalo no label. Bayou. I mean, I just uh, yeah. like now yeah. that I've started. I know, I know. There's so and there's so it's much hard. Good
0: stuff. Like, man, that 1836 from Buffalo Bayou. Yeah.
1: Is brilliant, and that's the copper ale. Right? Yes, absolutely oh, brilliant. Now that has the most wonderful chocolatiness to it. It is wonderful with cigars. The 1836,
0: the 1836 oh. is such, and they call it a copper ale. It's yeah. so good,
1: mm, wonderful. Very it, makes wanna, it makes me want to. Uh, it makes me want to just go out, go out, uh, bar hopping. And I'm so excited that that is a thing. That it is now possible to do yeah, again. Yeah. You know? It really is. I mean, uh, COVID was great for drinking at home, but I'm ready to go out. I'm ready to stuff bartenders' tip jars full of yeah, the money the to, try to, to try to help them, yeah. you know, from, from going through some lean times here. And, uh, you know, one of the things that happened as a lot of people got laid off during the pandemic um, is that there's a shortage of certain workers. Like, for example, the airlines, they have a shortage of pilots now because they uh, allowed a lot of pilots to take like early retirement and things like that as they were trying to cut costs during the pandemic. I'm wondering, is is there a shortage of bartenders? God, I hope not, Mm. because the bartender is one of the most important fixtures of our modern society, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Man, I would step up and be a bartender, but I'd have to be like at a whiskey-only bar. (laughs) What do you want? A whiskey. I got you. Yeah. Whiskey neat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you
1: could serve some rum. I could see you serving too. Yeah, some yeah, rum. I could probably. Do. Yeah. Oh, and
0: I could and, and I make a pretty mean Martini
1: too. Yeah, but but Ian, when somebody says I want a Long Island iced tea, what do you do? Good luck.
0: <laughs> go, go over to the uh, the marquee too, because that's where you get yeah. the Long Island. <laughs>
1: you know, you've had that. Lashawn, <laughs> uh, 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 tell us one more time where people can get your amazing stuff, because it, it really is so good. I mean, that's that's one of the best. Old that's so fun. I've I love the had. idea
0: about the camping thing, because this is dry. Yeah. All yeah. you have to have is a bottle of whiskey. This is dry. You could probably stuff it, just in this little jar. You could probably stuff. What two, three,
1: maybe in and there? And let's just face it: yeah. I don't go camping without a good bedroll, a quality knife, and a bottle of bourbon. So, you could have stopped
0: uh, that you, you don't go camping. I yeah, know how you are. Yeah, Camp, yeah, well. Your idea of camping is a is a cheap hotel, yeah, and then so, you're unhappy about it.
1: My my idea of camping <laughs> is no room service after midnight. That's my idea of camping. But I'm with you, but yeah, I, but I get it. But I'm just saying: if if you're going, if you're headed to the river, if, you, if you're doing any yeah. of the, any of that stuff.
2: You know, you got to have the right accoutrement, <laughs> and a bottle of bourbon is one of those things. Now this is awesome! And there's eight ounces in there, so really, even if you're gonna do a two ounce pour, yeah, you know.
0: And you said you you could reuse that, and it still turns out pretty good. Yeah. So you could get two drinks out of that one. So about sixteen ounces. So. You know, uh, and enough, you shared one people. between the three of us on that. Four of us. I got Adam add them us. in too. All right, so hey, Adam, I forget about
1: you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't forget about him. We try to pass him drinks as often as possible, so he doesn't ask for a raise. So, yeah, we don't want to get stuck with Bobby again. Keep him drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, uh, these uh, these things you're doing are so exceptional. So three lumps of sugar. Three lumps yep. All sugar All yep. spelled
2: out. Right? All spelled out. And follow us on Instagram.
1: And you guys can uh, find them anywhere. You'll ship to anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you again so much, LaShawn, for being on. The Show today, this was great fun, and as we close out, we want to try your boozy gummies here. Yeah. These, oh, so you just pulled one apart and it like kind of s- oh, stuck we a little tried bit. These to, yet, yeah, the this, gummy. This is gonna be we're gonna do this over the closing credits here. Is oh, trying this uh, so gummy, this the gummy. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, this is uh, mm. it's, it's boozy and gummy. Oh, oh, oh. uh huh,
0: it's a bourbon gummy, Oh fashion mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Oh, there's oh. an orange.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little cherry. Mm. Well, um, my sorry, uh, We're all talking like this. My parents uh, taught me not to talk with my mouth full, but in this case, I will have to to say thank you again, Lashawn. Thank you for, for having being me here. Let's do this again soon. Let's go drinking, please. Oh yeah. And uh, and thank you to everybody for being here through show number two hundred and thirty nine. I'm going to do a quick check of the calendar, and uh, oh, I believe just in time. By I the believe way, I can... I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look anything like our Kelly. Just so you know, I can't even I can't even reconcile the two images.
0: <laughs> That's just, sorry. I didn't mean to make it weird. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I believe we will be joined next week by our buddy Trey Boring, oh, our legal awesome. expert. I love Trey. Uh, and there's there's all kinds of stuff going on in the cigar battles in uh, in Congress and all of that. So he will bring us up to speed next week. Have a wonderful week, my friends. Thank you, Adam, on the Wheels of Steel. Thank you, Lashawn. Let's do this again. Thank you if, guys. If
0: I was a Jedi, my lightsaber would
1: be brown on a cigar. Have a great week. Cheers.